Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hi everybody, it's Tom here. Just at the top of the show, want to do a quick plug of our Patreon. Scaredy Boys have a Patreon. Yes, five bucks a month. Head to patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys. You get access to a whole bunch of extra bonus stuff we are doing. It's all the classics like your chases, your scaredy stories, your Q&As, your, your haunted hometown tales that I refuse to listen to, <laughs> plus some extra stuff. Um, we're doing some really fun things down there. We're going to be starting a book club and my uh, new bonus show on there, the IMDB Detective, where I put my two good friends through their paces uh, to see if they are up to joining the IMDB Detective Agency. I also managed to convince these boys that if we get enough Patreon subscribers, we'll do a seance. So it's five bucks. Patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys. Enjoy the episode. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Final Destination. Final Destination is a 2000 American supernatural horror film directed by James Wong with a screenplay written by Wong, Glenn Morgan and Jeffrey Reddick, based on a story by Reddick. After a teenager has a terrifying vision of him and his friends dying in a plane crash, he prevents the accident only to have death hunt them down one by one. Can I just talk about something really quickly? Mm-hmm. About it? That's why we're here. A core premise of this film. Yeah. yeah. Is is a lot of like a lot of the taglines are about dreams and visions. Yes. Um. One of the core things is that he has these dreams and visions. He has one vision, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of moments of him like staring at nothing and then going. Oh. He has like a few little senses and stuff. Yeah, yeah but, but they're, yeah. they're not anything. They're not dreams. Well, no. no, no, no. They're not anything. Like he never. Besides, there's that one in the car where he sees the seatbelt and the train. Yes, the train. Yeah, yeah. But he never gets like um. He gets these weird feelings, but it's a, they never show you the two of them visually, no, which no. is really a, a fucking weird choice. Yeah. Do you like him then, Tom? Because what he's operating on is vibes. No, I wish they were more visual. <laughs> mm. Well, for the bus one, he's like he notices the bus that yes. goes by or whatever, yeah. and then it eventually. But like, yeah, we can pick the bus one though. We can pick the bus because one, that's of the true. classic framing of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, the minute yeah. they pull out to that shot, and they I do that like, shot twice in the movie. Right. And it's like both times, it's like you're setting up space in the frame yeah. to do something. Yeah. Like, come on, it's one of those ones where I wish, I wish it was more visual. Like mm. the idea that you have a visual medium. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. understand in a novel if it was more vibes based. Yeah. yeah. But you want to go into his mind palace. Just show me his mind palace. Yeah. Show me it falling apart. Is he a witch or isn't he a witch? Because pretty sure he's a witch. Let's just lean in. All I the wish way they in. leaned in that he was a witch yeah. big time. Yeah. I love that that gets thrown out 
immediately by someone named Clear Rivers. He's like, he's not a witch. I know fuck. Like, like her being like, I know what witches are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go on and star in Heroes in 2006 and have a great time. She's Amazing. the best of the acting. Probably. Oh, no question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, what do you mean Devin Sawa's not really good as the lead? He's terrible. He's so Did you hear who the two leads was going to be? No. Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. Oh, Ooh. Spider-Man. Yeah, this would have been before Spider-Man, right? Like a yeah, year yeah, yeah. or a year before, 2001. Yeah, yeah. okay, interesting. That, oh, to no, me no. Is, that's... Spider-Man was two thousand. Or... Yeah, 2001, I think it was. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like, though, nah, I feel like, I think 2000, because didn't the first Spider-Man come out? 2002, because they had to digitally alter the shots to get they rid did. of the, the yeah, towers. Good call. Yeah. Wasn't that two? Uh, it may have been, but I think, no, I think it was 2002 and then 2004. You know who could solve this? Yeah, I know, be a detective. Correct. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lucky you got your tools, mate. Hey, I nearly didn't. <laughs> yeah, you came in. His phone was on the other side of the room. It was yes. disgusting. Oh, I think I've we nearly two, took his badge. I've really. got two good assistants. <laughs> but like having Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, that's yeah. like an enormous step up Such in a acting. Leap. Like, yeah, that's yeah. crazy, because I think I look at this cast and mm. I'm like, with the exception of the great Tony Todd. Yes, our boy. Uh, and I do like Sean William Scott. He's I've watched um, him he's in two Goon in movies, and yeah, I think he's yeah. a great actor. Yeah, but yeah, in this, he's not good yet. He's just his character's kind of nothing. Like, uh, all the characters are kind of yeah. Nothing. Well, like I even read that his character was because he's like a bit on the outer. He's sort of always a bit awkward and whatever. Yeah. Originally, they had him like as a bigger guy and yeah. sort of more dorky and dweeby. Yeah. And then got him for the role, which like. He's, I like him. I think he's good, but different character. Yeah. Actually, this would be it's after weird he's being American too. Pie. Yeah. Yes. It's that, that, after, so after that's that. weird. Like, I watch this and I go, oh, this is like they've plucked him. This is the first thing he's done. Right. He's already been stiffler. He's been stiffler. Crazy. And well, they get him for a sort of not quite stiffler role. Stupid cast. Depends when they filmed it too. Yeah. Because 99 is American Pie, but this is what, 2000. It's only a year apart, so they might have filmed it. Uh, that's funny. Close if, together. Yeah, that's funny if like, you're the producer of this and you're watching like yeah, that yeah. come out and you're like, fucking hell, we fucked up. Yeah, what do we do? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. We cast the stiff yeah. meister and as then, a dork. And then in the meantime, there's probably been a big announcement from Sony for Spider Man starring Toby McGuire. Like, ah, oh, fuck. I did it again. Um, 2002, you are correct. Yeah, 2002. I think it was 2002, four and six or seven. Yeah, yeah right, one. right. Yeah. Well, the background of this movie, so Final Destination is one of those franchises that we we finally sort of made our way to because yeah. it is sort of a bigger one. It's kind of got that. It's five or six, s- I think. Yeah, and it, it just sort of sits in that similar space to Scream and I suppose- uh, It's sort of next rung down, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's in the yeah. sort of popular But it's got culture. that, yeah, that, that one you watch as a teenager with yeah. a group of mates and that sort of stuff. It's got that feeling to it. But the background's really interesting. So basically it began, so Reddick, who did the story, um, it began as a spec script by him for X-Files. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, just an episode. Just as an episode for X-Files. And then- It's got that sort of X-Files, Twilight Zone sort of vibe yes, to it. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Which I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's a, like, I love the idea of this movie coming The from concept is actually really awesome. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's acknowledge that because it and is. I will say this. The X, like, it's not a terrible film. It's fun and silly. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, I well, probably, no, sorry. It's fun and silly, but it's not trying to be, and that's its greatest. Yeah. Greatest. Yeah. yeah. I probably, because yeah. of the power of a group watch, I think I'd go like, yeah, three stars. It was yeah. a fun time. Yeah. 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 And, and like, you can see that it's like, oh, this has legs to be done, obviously, over and over again with like inventive kills and it, like when anything can kill a person, yeah. you've got- Endless ways when to kill When your slasher people. is death. Right. Like- And even unseen death. Like, we don't even have any kind of we shape see, to We it. see some blobs. We see some goopy blobs. That's true, yeah. Mm. Um, but anyway, so then he, he actually got the idea for 
um, he said he was flying home from Kentucky and he read a story about a woman who was on vacation and her mum called her and said, don't take the flight tomorrow. I have a really bad feeling about it. So changed her flight and then sure enough, the flight she was meant to be on crashed. Holy shit. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, which is like, that is pretty like, that is a bit spooky there yeah. for, for a mum. She's a witch. And so basically his thought was like, well, she was meant to die on that flight. What if, you know, death came for it? It's a great idea. It's a great idea. And then, yeah, it was going to be spec for uh, X-Files. And then funnily enough, his X-Files writing partners were the ones sort of helped talk him into making it as a feature length instead. And so, yeah, got picked up by New Line. And then the three of them sort of rewrote it into what it is now. Yeah. And then the other thing that I read that I thought was interesting, and I actually think maybe because I'm, you know, in my 30s, but in the first draft of the script, the survivors got to the plane with seven strangers. Cool. Oh. Which to me is like there's something more interesting. It's like 100%. That you get that fan family element where these people are forced to work together once they realize they're putting the pieces together and realize, oh, we're all getting picked off one by one. Yep. So to me, I find that way more interesting. But basically- because of the popularity of teen slashes at the time, they changed it to be a, what is ultimately like a, a teen, teen slasher. slasher. I yeah. get it, but I also don't think the movie gets any mileage out of the pre-existing relationships these people have. No, the, the no. only one it almost gets is um him and him and his mate who doesn't speak to him after the plane crash. Yes, yeah, uh, sure. Todd, Todd, Todd yeah, with Todd one, D, with one D, as opposed to Tony Todd with two D. Do you want to know why one D? Why? So this is incredible. You've done some detective. I've work done some right? detective work. You should be proud. So yeah, with one D, Todd is spelled with one D on purpose because of the traditional spelling of two. Because in German, Todd T O D means death. Oh, oh, yeah. That is funny because while watching it, yeah, because we had subtitles on, and I was like Todd with one D. Yeah, it kept up? coming up again and again yeah, yeah, and again. Yeah, yeah. There we and then go. obviously on that little piece of paper, Today, he finds. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He realizes it's Todd. Yeah. I've kind of forgot that that's how that one happens. He has that premonition there. Mm. There are. I know what you mean, Tom. He's not having like full blown dreams. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. No, yeah. he has he's a just moment where he looks little, out and sees like things, lightning hit yeah. the ground and gets like spooked by that. Right. It's like, yeah. What's that got to fucking do with anything, man? Yeah, yeah. I I agree, especially when they the first one is a whole dream sequence. There's yeah. no way like yeah, we we see it all. So why not kind of keep some of that going? Yeah, I tell you, my biggest sort of issue with the film. Mm. Doesn't commit well. It doesn't effectively write characters that I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of gets caught in the you know the thing we talked about in our Boogeyman episode, the life and the death thing. Where yeah. it's like I think this is a franchise that doesn't really value life, and that's fine yeah. because I think that's part yeah. of the appeal of this. It's yeah. like what crazy inventive way can someone die? Yeah. But this movie, I think the franchise hasn't found its footing yet, and it's mm. quite serious. They yes. trying to be serious. It takes itself very yeah. seriously. Too seriously yeah. that sometimes like we watch it and it's a bit silly. Yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah, so the character work is not really there. I think Ellie Larder's character, Clear, I yep. think she's the only one that I was really like, oh, I hope, I hope she's okay. Sort yeah, of thing. Right, right. For the rest of them, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think the teen thing plays into that as well. Again, I yeah. the Seven Strangers to me, I'm like, oh, I, I'm on board. Like to think of, again, I'm, I'm kind of thinking of like a Kingy type thing because he loves a found family. But like the way he will just write a, half a page for a character and it's like, you feels like you plucked this from yeah. real life. Like there's yeah. so much. So again, if you could have pulled off a bit of a trick like that and had seven characters or even a few characters that we really cared about, yeah. I wonder if there's more strangers later on, or if it's always they'll they'll, I, they'll do some cool stuff with the idea with the concept. Yeah, I'm thing. like I'm curious yeah, to keep watching. I think, yeah, I think they. The, yeah, you don't latch on to them, mm. but they're also not what I hope the franchise probably will do later and just mm-hmm. make like straight up some asshole characters. Right. Where it is kind of fun to see the fucked way they die. There's the victory, Whereas in this, yeah. like there's there's deaths that are a bit brutal. Oh, yeah. Pretty brutal. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they don't, like, they don't deserve that. Like it's yeah. not fun to watch this. It's yeah. like fun to watch their creativity of how they filmed it right, and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. I think, yeah, they didn't, They they there's a balance to be had with this idea and they didn't hit it. Yeah. Well, like especially I think even Todd's a good example because like even though at the start he's like, 
let me sit next to the chick so I can hit on them. And he's like a bit of a douchebag kind yeah. of. But also like, yeah, you're a teenager. You, you want to sit yeah. next to the chicks. I would want, would have wanted the exact same thing at that age. Yep. Uh, and then he gives like that really nice speech at the graduation and he's like, okay, he's just actually an okay dude. Yeah. His brother died. So his it's brother died. So his horrible dad thing. hates his best friend. Exactly. He's like, no, we're going to go on a road know. trip together. Yeah. And then he yeah has that horrible strangulation after they set up eight different ways he might die. And then the toilet water, the snaking yeah. toilet water comes it's out. so fucking good, that. Yeah. <laughs> just the toilet water retreating back into the bowl. Just Which to, to let me you is know like crazy. Like, there's magic here. Yeah, I guess. Like, So I actually read that they originally it was going to be more obvious for each of the deaths that death had played a part and we like there were there were sort of supernatural things happening. Yeah. But then they kind of cottoned on to, no, it's more fun if, it, if like anything can kill you from a- Random act where obviously we know it's not, so yeah. maybe it serves its purpose in that way, as well as the goopy blobs. But then, so yeah, they purposely like they should. They'd already shot that first one when they decided, no, we don't actually need to do that. Yeah, and then they, they kept the yeah. retreating toilet water. You can see that they evolve because then you get Miss Lawton Layton's right, death, and yeah. her death is exactly what I imagine the franchise is going to do, where it's yeah. like. Look at all of the possible things yeah. we've set up, and you go, which one will kill her? And the movie goes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's fun in that. Yeah. 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 I also yeah. thought they might have gone down, like, really gone down the path of all of them die in a way that looks like suicidal or looks right. accidental yes. or looks like a murder by yeah. the main yeah. guy. But then, like, there's ones like the bus where everyone's standing there and they just see her walk back. And yeah. Get that's. I think that that's what colors it a bit for me with Todd. Like, if he actually had the toilet water was still there and they just thought he slipped. Yeah. Like, him having a suicide just feels so mean yeah to to our main character and again he's trying to the rest of Todd's family already hates him anyway. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. great, now you made our son commit suicide. Like, it's just- yeah. Make, make them all look like accidents or potential murders from-, right. from What's the main guy's name again? Devin Sawyer. The most Carter? forgettable guy. Alex. Alex. Alex Browning. Oh, Alex. Alex Browning, well done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Carter's Kerrsmith okay. with his eyebrows yeah, and his Kerr. K-E-R-R. I don't think I've ever heard that name before. He is, he's in Dawson's Creek. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's a teen heartthrob and just in this movie plays big arsehole who lives- and then and then dies in a really unsatisfying way. Yeah, yeah, very unsatisfying. And like even the way he's such a prick, like when when they first come off the plane and he's yelling at Alex about how well you've made us miss this flight to France. You do You're like yeah, that's fair enough. This yeah. guy, like he has. And then as soon as the plane crashes, he should be thankful, but instead he's more angry. And like they kind of give you a little bit of like he wants control and he feels yeah, out like his life is yeah. Control. They give it to you later. Very, I'm going to yeah. die on my terms. Yeah, yeah, which even that I don't I don't think I believed it. I don't no. think I bought into that. No. They, yeah, they they don't give you like if he was scared of him. Mm. And I, I love what they do with the teacher. Yeah, when he kind of goes to talk to her and she's like, "You terrify me. Yeah. Stay away from me, witch." Yeah, yeah. and you're like, like "Oh, yeah. okay, yep. Yeah. No, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's pretty." And even fuck, and even the bit where he, Carter's angry at him, being like. She's lived here a whole life. Now you're making a move. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that Australian accent. Yeah. Imagine final destination. <laughs> hey, they should do it. Outback you know who edition. they should cast? <laughs> Shani Vincent. Oh. oh she feels like she's made for a final oh, destination yes. set, set on the Gold Coast. Let's reprive this fucking franchise. Bring it back. She's the one who's getting the visions. Oh, for sure. She's Big seeing time. the design playing out. She's yeah. trying to stay one Shani step ahead. Shani the Seer. Yes, please. Fuck. Give us the keys to this franchise. Uh, yes. Hey, here it is. James Wong, we're ready. Shani. Skinny boys are ready. We've we'll, watched We'll one. get a Hemsworth in there. <laughs> yeah. Which one? one? We'll spin the wheel. No, no. We know We know which one. It'll be Luke because he'll be available. Yeah. Is Luke the Westworld one? Yes. yes. The yes. cheapest one. That's right. He's a little pocket rocket. Yeah, yeah great. It'll work. Get him in there. He's, he's dying early, I reckon. Yeah, he can die first. 
Who else oh, or we get Chris, this? and he's like the big event death at the start. Oh, oh yes. that's juicy. That's yeah, juicy. no, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. I'm a big fan of this. Or we're cooking. I just love Australian actors in this. Yeah. Let's kill Russell Crowe early. Oh. <laughs> Let's go, Rusty, come in for a day. I feel like he would. Yeah. You know who he's in the part of his career where he just wants to. I reckon to have he would. Make it fun. Make it a fun time. Yeah. He's doing so many things just Let him do an accent. Oh, if mate. you let him do an accent, he'll do it. That's what Italian. we know now. Yeah. <laughs> is Italian? He's, he's, a, he's a Pope sexist, maybe. <laughs> is he Italian in Thor as well? I know, he's Greek. Greek? Greek? Greek, okay. Yeah. Anywhere in the Mediterranean. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. he's also Russian in the upcoming Craven movie. Oh, fuck. Oh. Yes. I love you know, actually, Ru- Rusty with an accent. You can't be. I, I, I want him South African. I was just about to yeah. say, yeah. you set it on the, like, on the coast somewhere, either like West Coast, it's Western Australia, yeah. or you make it Gold Coast, and you make him South African. I'd love to see And you just name her Shani, so you could be like, Shani. Oh, yes. <laughs> you do it for the Australian one. You take the stranger's idea. Yeah. Yes. You make yes. them all strangers. You just get all the... Imagine if you just got all the... For, for like Final Destination 7 or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. You've got fucking Russell Crowe, Shani Vincent, <laughs> Eric Banner. <laughs> oh, Can I say, you know who yeah. the cop investigating it all is? Who's yeah. Mendo. Oh, okay. Mate, just, just loitering around being like, something about this doesn't add up. And now his partner is? Noah Taylor. Oh! <laughs> two fucked guys. The yeah, same man, you could say. The you same could. man. One's just radier. And then the twist is is that Mendo's is actually orchestrating all of these accidents because he believes he's conquered death. Who are other Australian big guns that we want in this? We don't... I think on this show, we don't really rate Nicole Kidman. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Funnily enough, we don't. She's we did done a, that horror movie. There are others that we should probably do Yeah, we do should watch that because mm. I, I actually think she's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's her off screen when she's like doing interviews and such that there's something- She's just a strange unit. She's an odd one. Yeah. Because we even did that um, Patreon poll a little while ago about Australia's People best actor. People voted for her quite highly. Well, didn't we they? didn't actually have her on the list was the problem, yeah. but we got oh, a number people, of yeah, comments that's right. saying, like, where is where she? Is she? Like, well, which is, you know- Fair enough. But. Uh, I don't think anyone voted for Joel Edgerton, but I think all three of us would have. Oh, Edgerton has get to him be in there, there. yeah. Absolutely. Nicole Kidman is like a psychic that Shani goes to see and she's like, help me. Yeah. And she goes there and then is immediately like, no, like full, like she's seeing dark vision. Yeah, That's I think, cool. yeah, like yeah. again, Think of her in Paddington. Her or Naomi Watts or let's get, let's get Blanchett in. Yeah. Or Make Blanchett Tony Todd character. Yes, I think dude. I think she's perfect for that. <laughs> That's she is great. like- Put her in a morgue. I've said before I don't really like her, but what I mean is I've never liked- characters that she plays right. she doesn't often play a likable character no no she is pretty damn close to australia's best actor i uh, i mean Se- i think best behind yeah. shani yeah yeah of course yeah. shani is our queen find a role for hugh jackman yeah. i suppose as well yeah pop him in he'll do it what else is he up to i can i can give him the brad pitt treatment from deadpool where he gets like half a minute and he yeah. dies yeah. just yeah. come yeah. in he's he handsome that. and charismatic just yeah. make yeah. him like the pilot of the plane right. and he dies first in the most fucked oh, way that possible. would be great yeah, i could yeah. see him as a pilot yeah, man, Incredible. I'm I'm loving this movie. This is great. This is great. Can Wait, we go? Should we talk about the actual? Yeah, let's movie go back to the other movie. Two thousand. <laughs> well, one thing I want to talk about because this is something we've I don't think we've really discussed, and maybe should even be a deep dive topic at some point because obviously it's so important to to horror movies, and this movie basically is it, where it's basically foreshadowing the movie. Yeah, there is like the, there's the opening credits that go for way too long. Oh, yeah. This is what two thousand when they still did that shit, I guess. But even that's like creepy little images and just shit from his room. But they've managed to creepify it. But then especially that first act, like we like we should even do a count at some point of the amount of things that count as foreshadowing, like or are ominous or they've tried to like layer on um, sort of yeah a fearful element to it. It's almost like what you do with like when you have to do a time loop movie and you mm. show lots of weird specific things happening right, early, right, so that right. when they happen the second time, the character can realize that they're in a time loop or the audience can. Yeah. So it does it with this, but in this, it's like, look at all these things that could kill them. Yeah. Mm. Well, like, and in the first act is when I really noticed it. It's just things that are like, might go wrong. Obviously, he's already 
had this fear of planes. Mum's ripped the tag off his bag, which his little the thing on the seat comes off. Yeah, all yep. of these. Yeah, things. and then the, even the flicker board behind him keeps yeah. changing as he's trying to like answer questions to like right. cancelled, cancelled. And then board. he sees the six 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 out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the flyer from the Hari Krishna that has some sort of weird yeah, wording about on death, it. about the end of the world, end of the or something, world, end of the world, or, like or, or yeah. living beyond yeah. death or something. Yeah. Do you want to live beyond death? Right, right. There's that thing too where they she says. Your final destination. Yes. And you're yeah. like, oof. Yeah. Title of the movie in the movie? Well, it was originally going to be called Flight 180 because that was the flight number. And yeah. so this movie, and apparently all of them, even in future ones, 180 is everywhere. You actually see the number 180 all over the place. Yeah. That's, well, there's yeah. that shot. Calm Speaking down. of 180, there's a shot where the clock changes from 1 to yeah. 180. And I just read that that took them like four weeks to get right or oh something insane God. like that. I'm going to get the number up because it was it was it was a bonkers number that made me go oh yeah five days five days that's yeah. it the shot of Alex's bedside clock which fades in from 10 a.m. Yeah. to 180 took five days I don't even remember that shot I, I thought it was a nice like a nice and it's shot. like it's the shining blood coming out of right. the right yeah, like, yeah. but also we don't really have the reference point for it yet we don't know what that means like no. they so know this is what I wanted to talk about so th- to me the foreshadowing here was actually like insanely heavy handed oh too much that that whole scene in the plane yeah. Felt like they're trying to make a really scary, suspenseful scene, yes. and it didn't work. Well, nothing was happening was the problem. Like yeah. they're trying to give foreshadowing to everyday things happening, and it's just his reaction to it, kind of like what you're talking about earlier, Tom. And for me, it didn't work. You're like, this just feels really like heavy-handed and yeah. really like slapping you across the face. So I kind of wanted to ask: Is there any like, what do you guys think makes for for good foreshadowing? Like I said, I think it's actually like a tentpole element that you you would never really have a horror movie without it to yeah. to some degree. Subtlety, I think subtlety is like number like big one. Big time, like it, it needs I, to- don't, I don't want to be like we were already aware of it yeah. in the moment of it happening. Mm. And like sometimes you are, you're like oh, I'm going to see that thing again. Or yes, that's yeah, going to yes. come back. And you like your filmmaking brain, your writer brain right. is like that's good. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Ticking little boxes, but they were ticking like. 50 boxes yeah, so yeah. early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the perfect example of that one, Sean, is Boogeyman. Then mm. the minute you see her with that light-up ball. Great. And you're like, I know they're going to use that to fuck me up later. Yeah. yeah. So then every time you see that ball, you start to get anxious about how they're going to use it and how they're going to use it. And then they, in that movie, they use it really early. Mm. And then you're like, well, now what are they going to do with it? And then they use it again. And yeah. then they yeah. use it again. And then that's they use great, it again. That's a great example. Mm. They're just like little promises you make to the audience. Well, and, yeah. yeah and, and this said. one's doing- a lot of them, but like none of them have meaning. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's that's the other thing is the meaning of it. Like the light thing is obviously literally it's the weapon slash what will illuminate the the monster. Where no, none of these things, like even the six 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 out the window one, for example, I'm like that is literally meaningless. This isn't the devil doing it. It's meant to be death eventually, but you skipped death. Like there's nothing even that arguably sinister at play. And so it's just like to throw a 666 in there just feels a bit cheap to me. Yeah. Where I think it needs to have, yeah, it needs to have meaning to the story being told. I definitely like the subtlety element. I think there are even ones where it's like you kind of have to catch yourself because you're feeling uneasy and you're not even 100% sure why. Like yeah. something is happening that's making you feel That's uneasy. when it's working. I think yeah. it's um, part of it too is trust in the story that you're watching. Yeah. So do you like – so this movie's a red flag I think because mm. that plain scene – Mm. Uh, all it screams to me is, I don't think I can trust the writer or the director of the movie. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah, when you watch Rob Savage's Boogeyman, yeah. he's immediately doing a couple of little things where you're like, oh, I'm really on yeah. board You've here. set up a domino yeah. and I don't want to see what happens Whereas when it falls. with Final yeah. Destination, yeah, it's like, not really on board. Like, no. I'm going to embrace the chaos and the silliness yeah, of this yeah, thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Having- so I've seen clips from other ones and maybe even- 
a full one, but I'm not entirely sure mm-hmm. now. Oh, is it in the egg? Well, because I've seen like- So, the, the iconic thing for Final Destination for mm. me is a death that isn't actually- I thought was in the first one, but isn't. Oh, okay. So, I think it's in the second or third one. Right. Um, <laughs> which, when we get to that, yeah. I'll learn that. But I think- from remembering that the de- the desk get bigger and more ridiculous, right. I think I think the issue with this one is it it's being a serious like spooky slasher film. Yes, whereas yeah. I think they realised after the success of this, oh, we need to we need to do we need to go chaos and we need mm-hmm. to go violence and we need to go a bit slapstick murder yeah. with it. Yeah, and so I think it gets better each it, it it builds and becomes something else, which is different to what Rob Savage is trying to do with Boogeyman. Right, of course. So I guess yeah. the foreshadowing there is just them being like, once you know the rhythm of this movie mm. by movie two and three. It turns into every scene is the same with Mrs. Lawton then. Yeah. So then every time you walk in, yeah. you're like, oh, she put a knife over. Oh, then yes. there's a spoon over there. Oh, and, and there's a, port- right. a painting hung badly. And that's it. Like for that scene, that really worked for me. Like, because like, I think we were drowning them in Act One. But in Act One, it's like, well, we know what's going to happen. The plane's going to crash. Like, you've told us this in 50 different ways. So having all these different sort of, sort of setups to things that don't even pay off. It feels meaningless because well, we already know what the outcome is. But for that one, we don't know what the outcome is going to be. So having all these different things, now it's exciting. Now we're like our brains connecting dots. And then, yeah, like you said, they kind of go, yes, we will do all of them. Yeah, that, that scene with the teacher is the best scene in the movie, I think. Yeah, okay. Like that's when you, you like watching it and you go, this is what it should be. Yeah. Like, and I hope that they took that and learned from it and were like, this is what will expand the franchise yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. Every character will just have a like a this, 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 and this, and it's going to be everything. Yeah, let's bring it on. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this. Were we scared? Nah. No. There's there's yeah. some moments where you like you become tense because then you start to get anxious about well, how 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 is this person yep. going to die? What's the every time you see something weird, you're like, well that's going to kill somebody. Right. That's where all the tension is. Yeah. The but, tension's um, in like the grottiness mm. and the anticipation of how yuck it's going to be to oh, see yeah, what happens yeah, yeah. as opposed to like I wouldn't say that's the same as I wasn't scared by it. Yeah. No. More just like, oh, how much blood am I going to see? Right. And, it's right. not a scary movie. No. It's a scary movie, but it's not a scary movie. Yes, yeah. Scarier in 2000, probably, most yeah. definitely, I, I would say. I don't know. I think it would be. I reckon there are scarier things in that coming out around there. No, I think we're more conditioned now. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I agree that, I mean, again, we've had these movies, these exact yeah. movies. We've had Saw, which, like, yeah. Saw even shares some DNA with this where it's like, oh, what, how are they going to be created with the traps that eventually, yeah. you know? Um, so we've sort of played with it and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel as fresh as it would have back then. I think even yeah. just the, the freshness of this idea lends itself to being more scary because you're like all of a sudden your brain's going, holy shit, think of all the things they could do with it. Where we've we're already sort of pretty familiar with the things they did do with it. True. <laughs> yeah. I guess the reason I say no is mm. purely because like Scream is how many years before this and has some like jump scary moments. Yeah. But there's like there's not a lot of big like scares in this, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, some yeah. tense situations and there's a lot of gross stuff, mm. but not like it's not like a, a person jumping out and Right, a, because there's no thing. there's no Michael Except Myers, Tony Todd. there's no ghost face there's yeah we've got beautiful tony todd in there which i really did want to see more of it like he yeah. his one scene was we were conditioned to love it anyway but that voice and yeah. that character worked beautifully together yeah. yeah tom you said i think while we watched it tony todd knows exactly what movie he's in yeah so to the point where he knows what franchise he's in before the franchise has even figured has out what it, it is yeah, yeah that's great call yeah so i've got some exciting news okay Ooh. i've just looked up the cast list for final destination 2 okay yeah. Tony Todd. Yes. I'm now going to look up the cast for Final Destination 3. I don't ever want to know that far ahead, mate. <laughs> is, there a, is there like a big name? Who the like? Who are the teens or whatever in the second movie? Uh, well, in the third one, I, I know. I know Mary of, Elizabeth yeah, White. She's in the three. third one. Oh, okay. Um, so, she, she must have been real young then. Yeah. Uh, AJ Cook. No. 
David Patkow. So yeah, okay, Tony Todd. Tony yeah. Todd. Well, he's he's top build in the in the second one. Ali yeah, Lada as Clear Rivers is back in number yes, two as well. Yes. I'm just saying it didn't look like he was in three. Doesn't look like he's in four, which is called the final destination. It should be a treat, Tom. Yeah. Let's, well, let's find we'll, out. We'll get to so find we'll out. Right. He's definitely yeah. a number two, though. Okay. Because he's be the good. third highest build cast member. I can yeah. look forward to that. I already do look forward to that because he was wonderful. Um, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Can I bring up something? I don't really know if it applies to that necessarily, mm. but there is a like just quite clearly a missing scene. Okay. Because we go from main guy and clear <laughs> oh. and suddenly it's just like, babe. Yeah, yeah. Like they're together. So I, Nothing I, romantic has no, happened no. at all. Well, I did read- is there a deleted scene? So the beach scene, you know how she finds him on the beach? Yeah. Yes. There's, yeah, there's a deleted scene from there where okay. it played for the romance a bit more and they, they cut it for whatever reason. Which but they've they, got it when you cut things, it creates a domino effect. <laughs> right. When she calls him babe out of hey, nowhere. When, yeah. when you cheat the audience from romance, romance comes back to get you when you least expect it. <laughs> but like you could use ADR and not have her say babe. Like True, it's yeah. so easy to fix that. Yeah, yeah. At some point in the edit, they've watched that and gone, that's nah, right. Ah, whatever. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. also because then in that scene, because then he holds her, she holds his face and he's holding her face as he's becoming more like manic about her. Yeah. He, he know, he's worked it out. He's cracked the code. Yeah. Which is a very intimate gesture and implies that they've held faces before and maybe even sucked faces. Mm. But yeah. yeah, it does feel like there's more to happen in that beach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was. So yeah, literally the romantic subplot. Were they fucking on that beach? Man, I hope so. How Sandy got, cracks. I got that sand everywhere. Man. Fucking on the beach feels bad. Yeah. Sandy cracks feel bad. Mate. <laughs> who wants sand in your crack? Who wants sand in the eye of your penis? Because <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> this, is going, this is, no, this that's, is taking a turn. That's my final decision. Did the characters act wisely? Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> Damo and I are just talking about getting sand in the tip of your dick. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get it away from that. That's where being uncircumcised is a superpower, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, Sean, I reckon ask the question again. I need to get back. Oh, fuck. Did the characters act wisely? Um, I mean, kind of, yeah, because like Tony Todd obviously drip feeds this, this like, oh, here's what's happening. And then he goes, oh, there's a pattern or there's a... There, oh, oh, we can his name it. is Mr. Bloodworth, by the <sighs> way, which is never said out loud by anybody, but his name is Bloodworth. Fucking great. He should have been our next Peter Cushing. He should have just been in every horror yeah. thing ever. Like, yeah. I mean, he's in quite a bit of stuff. He is in quite a bit of stuff. There's another There's another one that he's... He's in, like, Night of Living Dead or something, I think. Probably. Yeah, he's in Candyman. He's obviously in Candyman. You've got yeah. to watch another Tony Todd. Yeah. We love him. We'll track one down. We'll yeah. watch it. He's I'll find out. Hey. He's a screen Do you want to know what he's in? I'll, I'm on it, Damo. Thanks, right. thanks, Detective. So, yeah, like Alex arguably, yes, he kind of gets to where he needs. Like, yeah, I, he, I thought he got there too quickly. I agree. Like, so that's Todd what I'm saying. Todd dies like, and then he's just very much like suddenly talking about the design yeah. and all this. And it's like, I think I would have preferred it if like a couple of people died and then he started to be like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was just. I don't know. He was too switched on. Yeah, he was. Like, but but not in a really effective way, to be honest. <laughs> no, no. Like, and obviously they kind of lean into the sort of conspiracy theory element of, of, of him figuring this out. Yeah. But again, he's right. So it's like that feels like a weird choice, I guess, other than like, oh, the people won't believe him and he's manic and he's eating that horrible cat food or whatever it is in yeah, that cabin. Yeah. Which even then, like, 
I don't think he acts wisely in that situation. Oh, the it- cabin scene yeah. is not wise at all because right. he like narrowly avoids being stabbed through the door. Yeah. And then he gets way too arrogant where he's yeah. like, I fucking got you. Fuck you. And that and cabin like, is like, there's shit everywhere. Like he talks about, oh, if the is fish hook had got him. Is it in the cabin where he's like tying, like taping things down? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, there's no point. Like. <sighs> If you're getting these little visions, wait for a vision and then make a move. Yeah, yeah. literally everything in the environment yep. is a weapon. Him applying that tape could be the thing that gets him killed. Like, him just applying tape, yeah, that could kill him. But yeah. also, like, the roof could just collapse and kill you. Yeah. There's no yeah. point trying to- Yeah. It's not home alone, not Kevin right, McAllister. Right, right. Just sit there, shut up, have a dream. Wait for death. <laughs> we'll just die. Well, like, well, no, but wait, have a dream. Yeah. That's that's clearly the thing is he yeah, needs go to, to have sleep. a vision to yeah. outsmart it. He has the vision of the seatbelt and the train, so he knows yeah. that that's going to be something he can do. Although he doesn't get a vision for Sean William Scott getting decapitated, does he? It just happens. I think is it. I think yeah. because they skip because he saves him and yeah, then it skips. It gets and he a bit jumbled with the whole yeah. skipping yeah. and the seating plan and all that. Yeah, it starts to get a bit like I oh, definitely wasn't really following it. That no, point. I, mean, I, I also like, didn't right, understand man. when he's like, "I never switch seats." Oh, I'm not next, and I'm like, "What the fuck do you mean?" You yeah, didn't but just like the account whole- for that. In that, also, I yeah. don't understand. How that works in the design, then? Yeah, right. I, I don't Is he understand. Then always last? I don't understand the design, but also like the crucial failing of his idea mm. being, oh, I switch seats, mate. That should be the first fucking thing you think about. <laughs> yeah. That was a crucial. <laughs> Thing if everything's like if every movement is a big like fuck yeah yeah so maybe foolish oh, maybe getting that part. ultimately yeah. yeah I mean as well as obviously it ends they think they've outsmarted death and then no apparently just death is just gonna go oh, I missed a few I'll go back to the start like that's the thing too yeah. they're way too casual even just getting on a plane is crazy that, that's insane but like, also just death waits so long death's yeah. like all right. Go to Paris then. Yeah. Good on him. I'm going to get Cheeky death. I like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're too arrogant. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that also hits them, the, the light up billboardy thing. Yeah. is the word Mort, right? But it's because it sort of swings the other way, it looks like a 180 again. Uh, ah. Yeah. They're okay. so obsessed with this 180. They shit. love it. And like, again, well, well done for frothing over the reference of a shit title idea. <laughs> Fly, Final Destination is such a good title it's compared great. to Flight yeah, 180. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, because yeah, what do you call that? Because that, here's the thing. Someone else has clearly come up with a name. For, I'd love to know at what point in the mm. process it was changed. Mm. I feel like once it was finished and was being marketed, they went, this is a shit title. Yeah. Let's call it Final Destination. Because then when we make a sequel, we can call it Final Destination 2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As well as just like it fits on so many levels. Obviously, the plane element, it still ties into that. But death is everyone's final death. Like it's just it works so well. It's one of the great horror titles. Yeah, like, honestly, it's yeah, real, it's very memorable. Yeah, God, imagine if people would have got confused with the Paul Greengrass Flight ninety three, United ninety three, yeah, or yeah. United ninety three, or the movie so. Flight starring Denzel Washington, Flight. or the movie Plane, Plane starring, starring Jerry Butler. Butler. <laughs> the worst titled um, movie of all time. I've, I've dug into Tony Todd. Yeah. He's um he's made some shit. Yeah, can okay. I just say he's in a lot of like. Horror like like schlocky, which is fine. Yeah, you have any heavy hitter sort of horror stuff outside of Candyman? Well, th- I got distracted because mm. I got to a movie that came out Shock. in twenty twenty. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna read. You're you're you. you're gonna be under review soon. Wait, wait. Deep in the ice of the Antarctic, a team of geologists uncover an old Nazi laboratory still intact where dark experiments have occurred. What's this called? In order to conquer the world, the Nazis created modified sharks who are able to fly. Oh, What's this called? God. It's called Sky Shark. Extend his contract. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
I'd like this to show guy, you the poster. I'm... It's of a Nazi riding a shark. Oh, mate. IMDb um, detective for life. Holy fuck. All right. When did it, has, it come out? It has a 3.6. It came out Wait, in... sorry. Is it a 3.6 on Letterboxd or no, IMDb? that's a 3.6 on IMDb. Oh, so it's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, when did it come out? Uh, 2020. It looks so bad, but Tony Todd is in it. He's the only person I recognize in any of the cast. God. We're watching um, this. Movie. He's also in... Just looking we've at this, he's we've been gone in heavy of... on shark content this year. We yeah. have. We've we really have. We, we almost need to move sharks well, over to the Patreon. <laughs> well, this year started with a year of horn that we kind of dropped off on. Yeah. But actually, we didn't. It's just that it's Tom's year of horn. It's actually... Yeah, yeah. It's all of all you. the sharks. It's true. Uh, <laughs> he's in the Scream <laughs> TV for you, series. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Flash TV series as Zoom. Okay. Wow. Um, he's in like four seasons of that. He's in an episode of Riverdale as a guy called Farmer McGinty. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a great <laughs> Farmer McGinty. Fuck it out. He's in an episode of Be Cool Scooby Doo. Look, I'm sure he's been in everything. Yeah, okay. He's yeah, looking at it, his, his top build ones are Candyman, The Man from Earth. He's in The Crow. Okay. Ah, oh, he's in The Rock with. Uh, Nick Cage and yes. uh, Sean Connery plays, plays Captain Darrow, the captain. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, all right. He's in so many things that, like, yeah, going yeah. back to peak him time in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. It's just proving to be too much. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, let me ask the question then. How would we do in this situation? Uh, Bad. Die. I yeah. mean, right? Right. Like, so I was thinking when we we're talking about, like, wh- how, how if they did wise or foolish, the only thing I could think after you guys said he should have just tried to listen to his, like, psychic power is to try to, like, train the psychic power, like, get stronger in that element of it. Be mentored by Tony Todd. Right. Like, again, if this was a Stephen King story, that's exactly what would happen. If he's got The Shining, he would then get the the older black mentor. He needs a mentor. Teaches him about The Shine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, I don't know if we have that. So, I think we, we ultimately have to find the same fate as these guys. I think, though, we don't ever get cocky. Uh, no, Damo. Of 30 seconds of courage over yeah. here. That's he, not cockiness. The minute you think you've cheated death... <laughs> No. Actually, no, you know what You're like, I'm invincible. No, no, it's even worse than that, Sean. Is it no, at no. some point you have the vision and you go, I have to know if I can fight him. 30 <laughs> seconds of courage means I'll stay on the plane. <laughs> you don't even get so on you're the dead. plane. And so then the only person who's having the visions <laughs> is Sean. Yeah. He chooses not to get off the plane. Right. We die in, yeah, on the plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So we don't even get I'll have that plane. dream and just be like... I reckon I could body yeah, it. Let's and then see. as it's falling apart, you realise you can't and you turn to us and you go, I'm sorry, boys. I'm like, I was what wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the last words you say to us are, I'm sorry. We lived somehow because we weren't supposed to die on the flight. We're like, yeah, it was so weird that his last words were, I'm sorry, boys. <laughs> I was wrong. I'm not strong. I can't fight a plane crash. Oh, I could beat it at table tennis, though, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you can't beat an abstract concept in any sport, Sean. Hold on. If you if there's the option, obviously there's the thing of like, if you can play a fiddle better than death, you get to live. Can I play death in table tennis? If your oh. instrument of choice is a table tennis bat. We, we, we're like, hey, we're not gonna, we're not gonna cheat you. There's that whole thing about you play cards with death yeah, or chess yeah. with death, and you beat death, you get to live. Yeah, this will work. Because I'll beat death. Is that the All plot right. of Pinocchio? The, so. Del Toro one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one. Uh, no, well, no. Pinocchio isn't a real boy, so he kind of gets to keep coming back. That's right. But every time he dies, it's a little bit longer before he gets to come back. That's right. Yeah. The yeah, load yeah. time's longer before he respawns yeah. in the game. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah exactly sure. right. Yeah. Um, he's got to wait in the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would beat. I would beat. Yeah. Um, I'd tra- look, mate. Yeah, I'd win a table tennis. For I'm sure. so, I I saw you at my Bucks night yeah. where we had a table tennis table. 
And a lot of lads in the room. How many people were at your bucks? Oh, like 14. 14. It was quite a yeah. few. I reckon you beat every over. single one of them. Yeah, I did. I beat them all. Yeah. To yeah. be fair, that's a sliding scale of ability. I think you smashed me in five seconds because I'm bad at table Oh, tennis. we had some good. Boothin some good is a good player. Uh, my your dad, cousin Dom. Dom's good. Player. My dad's good. Yeah. You made them all cry. It was yes. really put a bummer on the bucks, to yep. be honest. Yeah. I haven't, haven't lost since either. <laughs> is that true? Yep. Barely played since. But okay. I'm, I'm a bit like that. I can just pick a racket up and just. Fucking dominate. Just go for it. Yeah. Olympic level. I love the arrogance here. I've <laughs> never Olympic seen you so arrogant when it comes to table tennis. Have you ever fucking table tennis at the Olympics? Yeah. That ball is moving so fucking quick. I reckon I could do it. I, <laughs> I mean, if he's beating Dan, Tom, he has to be. I invented a shot called the Woodsman. <laughs> <laughs> what the, the Olympics haven't seen shit. Is it because you're chopping? Yeah, is I got the wood chop. I'm chopping downwards. Yeah, okay, and I'm okay, reverse okay. spinning the ball. I would love <laughs> I would love you to play Melissa Tapper, right? Who went to yeah. the Olympics in 2016 for Australia. She's a jet. She went to the Olympics and Paralympics for table tennis. So she represented Australia at both games. Mm-hmm. She has one arm. And she would fucking murder you. When, Mal, she, listen, when she listens to this episode, she'll know the call is yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's out. Let's yeah. make it happen. Let's do it. Mate, it's charity. Mate. <laughs> the only charity we have to make is that you're healthcare fund when you are killed by a table tennis ball to the windpipe and death's like I warned you there it is there it is <laughs> Tom, it's coming back if you don't believe in yourself who will <laughs> well that is all the scary talk we have for this episode I've been Damien I've been Sean I've been Tom and if you scary listeners like our show would like to help us out you can it's very very easy you can send it to patreon.com forward slash scary boys and become a patron for just five dollars a month you get access to our vast back catalogue now of bonus episodes we've got chases scary stories and a whole bunch of other cool stuff so yeah go check that out Otherwise, you can also leave us a review if you listen, as that truly helps a bunch and has the added benefit of making us feel so, so special. And lastly, if you have any comments about this episode or just want to say hi, you can email us at 3 at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at scaredyboyspodcast or on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Awkward Trade. Stay scared, everyone. That's where being uncircumcised is a superpower.